Hello and welcome back, everybody, to the third episode of the Black Hole Podcast. My name is Harry, and I've got a lot that I want to cover in today's episode, so let's go ahead and jump right into it with some more big news about our offensive guards. Uh, On Friday, it came out that we are most likely going to release guard Richie Incognito from the roster. Once again, the reason I say going to is that he is still currently on the roster. We're just figuring out exactly what we'd like to do with him. Uh, first, I wouldn't worry about this at all. Vic Tuffer on Twitter said that we're likely going to bring him back uh, on a cheaper deal because we cannot restructure his contract, seeing as he's most likely only going to be playing for one year. Uh, he has also come out on multiple occasions to say that he'd like to end his career with the Raiders, and he still means a lot to our offensive line, as shown this year. So I don't think the Raiders is going to drop him, especially on his current deal. So, yeah, Uh, I've seen his contract being projected at $3 million for one year. Uh, There isn't much to cover on this, but our right guard situation is still unsolved as Gabe Jackson will be gone within the next nine days before free agency. New this morning, LaMarcus Joyner is apparently being shopped currently. This was unexpected, as I thought with his current contract, nobody would go out of their way to take on uh, this current contract that he has. I can't see anyone actually making this move, and he'll likely just end up getting released. Same same thing goes for Gabe Jackson and Trent Brown. They most likely will not last the next week because we are assessing our options. And if we don't have any offers, we'll just release them because they cost too much. And after I wrote all this down, he was officially released. LaMarcus Joyner, that is, was officially released from the team. So we will be saving $8.7 million in cap space and not getting any return in draft capital from uh, another team. Uh, then another thing that I would like to say about the LaMarcus Joyner situation is that with him gone, we are either going to sign a new nickel cornerback and keep Damon Arnett on the outside Uh, But if not, I would love if we could move Damon Arnett to the inside and sign a boundary corner. Uh, I don't think that we're going to draft a boundary corner. And if we do draft a boundary corner, they're definitely not going to be starting over Damon Arnett quite yet. So, uh, yeah, keep your eyes out on that. And then also, as I was writing all of this down, Carl Nassa was said to be likely to be released before March 20th, which is the deadline for us to save anything by cutting him. Uh, which is, in my opinion, a good move that has to be made. Uh, He's being paid too much to be a backup, and he's not playing at a high enough level to be a starting edge for us. Hello and welcome back, everybody, to the third episode of the Black Hole Podcast. My name is Harry, and I've got a lot that I want to cover in today's episode, so let's go ahead and jump right into it with some more big news about our offensive guards. Uh, On Friday, it came out that we are most likely going to release guard Richie Incognito from the roster. Once again, the reason I say going to is that he is still currently on the roster. We're just figuring out exactly what we'd like to do with him. Uh, first, I wouldn't worry about this at all. Vic Tuffer on Twitter said that we're likely going to bring him back uh, on a cheaper deal because we cannot restructure his contract, seeing as he's most likely only going to be playing for one year. Uh, he has also come out on multiple occasions to say that he'd like to end his career with the Raiders, 
and he still means a lot to our offensive line as shown this year. So I don't think the Raiders are just going to drop him, especially on his current deal. So yeah, uh, I've seen his contract being projected at $3 million for one year. Uh, there isn't much to cover on this, but our right guard situation is still unsolved as Gabe Jackson will be gone within the next nine days before free agency. Okay, with all that other stuff covered, we're going to jump into some questions. Uh, if you want a question answered, go to the TikTok at the Black Hole Podcast and ask a question using the Q&A feature. Okay, for the, few, for the first question, uh, I'm going to simplify this as what are your thoughts on the current guard situation? And this question was referring to both the run game and the pass game. And first of all, I'd like to say that Richie Incognito is most likely going to come back. Uh, you probably already knew this, as I said it earlier, so we don't have much to worry about about the left guard yet. Uh, also, John Simpson and Denzel Good are both massive, which is exactly what John Gruden loves in an offensive lineman. So I know that we'll be fine with either of them at right guard. Uh, Denzel Good is also just as good of a pass blocker as Gabe Jackson, so we won't have much worry for pass protection. And I'm sure uh, Jacobs will produce at a super high level next year with our best run blocker coming back in uh, Richie Incognito. So I'm not too worried about the offensive line. I'm just happy that we're getting cap space for the defense, which is obviously our biggest need. Uh, next up is, should the Raiders re-sign or franchise tag Nelson Aguilar? Uh, I think we should re-sign him, be, uh, but if he is insistent on leaving, which I don't think he will be, a franchise tag is not worth using on Nelson Aguilar uh, for money reasons, and I just think that we can get a better receiver in free agency than uh, using our franchise tag on him. So yeah. Uh, next question is, do you think Cleland Farrell is a bust? And the answer to that is hell no. Cleland Farrell may not show up on the stat sheet, but he gets a lot of pressures and is an amazing run stopper. He's also shown his impact through other players' stats and the team wins. We went 7-4 and four with Cleland Farrell, and uh, we I can't remember the exact record we had without him, but I think it's 1-4. and four. So he shows his impact through the record, and Max Crosby performed at a much higher level with Farrell in because Farrell attracts more double teams and attracts more attention than the other edges that we had in at the time instead of Cleland Farrell. Uh, I honestly think that he'll be a solid player for the future and is going to be very uh, underrated for a long time. And uh, for the last question for today, uh, if I didn't answer your question, don't worry, I'll likely get to it on Wednesday. What are your thoughts on Damon Arnett? And well, it's obvious that Arnett was not good this season, but he was a rookie playing through injuries the entire season, had no preseason, and had a cast on his arm for the entire season. I also think he'd be a lot better playing a different role in our defense, as I mentioned earlier. And the, uh, another thing that I would like to mention is that Trevon Diggs and Jeff Gladney were not better than him whatsoever, uh, which were the only other options that we truly had at that pick at the time. So I think that he can grow into a good player, definitely a solid role player, but we have to give him time and not give up on him yet. Okay, thanks again for making it all the way through the podcast. I hope you enjoyed and hopefully you'll be back on Wednesday for more.
Okay, with all that other stuff covered, we're going to jump into some questions. Uh, if you want a question answered, go to the TikTok at the Black Hole Podcast and ask a question using the Q&A feature. Okay, for the, few, for the first question, uh, I'm going to simplify this as what are your thoughts on the current guard situation? And this question was referring to both the run game and the pass game. And first of all, I'd like to say that Richie Incognito is most likely going to come back. Uh, you probably already knew this, as I said it earlier, so we don't have much to worry about about the left guard yet. Uh, also, John Simpson and Denzel Good are both massive, which is exactly what John Gruden loves in an offensive lineman. So I know that we'll be fine with either of them at right guard. Uh, Denzel Good is also just as good of a pass blocker as Gabe Jackson, so we won't have much worry for pass protection. And I'm sure uh, Jacobs will produce at a super high level next year with our best run blocker coming back in uh, Richie Incognito. So I'm not too worried about the offensive line. I'm just happy that we're getting cap space for the defense, which is obviously our biggest need. Uh, next up is, should the Raiders re-sign or franchise tag Nelson Aguilar? Uh, I think we should re-sign him, be, uh, but if he is insistent on leaving, which I don't think he will be, a franchise tag is not worth using on Nelson Aguilar. Uh, for money reasons, and I just think that we can get a better receiver in free agency than uh, using our franchise tag on them. So, yeah. Uh, next question is, do you think Cleland Farrell is a bust? And the answer to that is hell no. Cleland Farrell may not show up on the stat sheet, but he gets a lot of pressures and is an amazing run stopper. He's also shown his impact through other players' stats and the team wins. We went 7-4 and four with Cleland Farrell, and uh, we I can't remember the exact record we had without him, but I think it's 1-4. and four. So he shows his impact through the record, and Max Crosby performed at a much higher level with Farrell in because Farrell attracts more double teams and attracts more attention than the other edges that we had in at the time instead of Cleland Farrell. Uh, I honestly think that he'll be a solid player for the future and is going to be very uh, underrated for a long time. And uh, for the last question for today, uh, if I didn't answer your question, don't worry, I'll likely get to it on Wednesday. What are your thoughts on Damon Arnett? And well, it's obvious that Arnett was not good this season, but he was a rookie playing through injuries the entire season, had no preseason, and had a cast on his arm for the entire season. I also think he'd be a lot better playing a different role in our defense, as I mentioned earlier. And the, uh, another thing that I would like to mention is that Trevon Diggs and Jeff Gladney were not better than him whatsoever, uh, which were the only other options that we truly had at that pick at the time. So I think that he can grow into a good player, definitely a solid role player, but we have to give him time and not give up on him yet. Okay, thanks again for making it all the way through the podcast. I hope you enjoyed, and hopefully you'll be back on Wednesday for more.